Welcome to Success Leaves Clues podcast, where I find regular people doing extraordinary and phenomenal things in corporate America and entrepreneurship. And of course, I'm your host, Dr. K. I have with me today a, a brother of mine, Carl Gassaway. This brother is somebody y'all are going to learn a lot from. He is an entrepreneur. He is an investor, a real estate investor, and you know, market investor. He's got so much going on. I'm going to let him uh, you know, break it down for you and tell you all about itself. Hey, thank you for um, having me on here, brother. I, I'm really enjoying what you're doing. <laughs> I've been watching you, man, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of you, man, because I know where you came from, you know, and uh, to see other brothers and sisters like your wife out there getting up, getting in and, and not having anything handed to them, man, that's so um, motivational, man. So um, let's get to it. Yeah, definitely. We've been on this uh, journey for a while. This is uh, a lifelong friend of mine. I, I think we've probably been been together knocking on 20 years. We're getting old. This has been like yeah, about yeah. 10, 15 years, something like that. Yeah, this Beijing be trying to hide stuff. But <laughs> 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 but um, but yeah, man, it's, it's been a while. And like I said, man, I, I remember um, I remember when we met in Korea, um, yeah. in South Korea, man. And I remember, you know, trying to trying to put in uh resumes for a job and I had got the little job at the hospital and it was I probably was the lowest paid person in the hospital. Wow. You know, but um I started off as a um as a volunteer, a Red Cross volunteer. And um they liked my work ethics and um they they eventually gave me a position, you know. So um I was really, really excited about that that position or whatever, but it was just putting me in position to do something bigger. You know, yeah, um, yeah. that's that's how I met um, you. And that's how I met your wife and everything in um, South Korea. You know, so um, since then, it's just been all about growth and, and self-development. You know, pause right there for a minute, because you just okay. hit on something that I don't think a lot of people really focus on when they're in their current situation. So, first of all, I knew you worked at the hospital. I thought you ran the hospital the way you ran around there. You knew everybody. You was networked with the highest level executives in the hospital. Um, you, you knew everybody from the, the janitor to, like I say, the executive. Right. And, and nobody would ever know that you weren't in a higher position because I didn't know until you just mentioned it right now. Right. Um, so, so how do you keep a mentality like that, even when you're in a position that you know you're better than? You know, um, <clears throat> I learned a long time ago about posture, you know. Um, you can be, like I said, you can be the, the brokest person at the job, but no one ever know. Only thing people know is what you tell them, yeah. you know. So if you present yourself as something as as what you see yourself as, you know, then you will attract those type of people. And that, that has always been my to attract people that I would like to exchange bank accounts with. So I always tried to carry myself um, no matter if I was making uh, minimum wage or or the top pay of the job. I, I always wanted to carry myself in a in a you know in a respectful way where you know. But um, as far as the janitor, and I always try to respect everybody as if they would ran the show. You know. Yeah. So. But that, I always look at it like that too because you honestly don't know who you're talking to. Right. Um. So you know some people might. You know, look at somebody. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. That they feel they are better than. Yeah. And... And come to find out you're talking to somebody who actually runs the company, even be it a janitor. There are people who run janitorial services and companies who do those type of services and they, they make a killing. So right, you're looking right. down on that person, but you don't really know uh, what they have to offer and th- their story. Right. Um, you never know. That janitor may know someone that can put you in position, you know, so you don't you want to you want to respect that janitor because. He may not be the janitor because he needed that job. He may be a janitor because he's retired from somewhere and he just wants something to do, you know. So um, I look at it like that, man. But um, I, I try to build relationships with everybody, you know, because um, you never know who you're approaching that can take you to that next level or you can just be an inspiration to that person. So it's not all about just taking from people. Sometimes, you know, just give back to some, even if it's just encouraging words. Definitely. While you was in that position and other positions like that earlier in your, you know, earlier in your career, you said you knew that that job was going to propel you somewhere else. And how do you keep that kind of energy, that kind of focus? Um, <clears throat> vision. Um, I wake up every morning and ask myself, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And if it don't get me excited, then I need to reevaluate my goals. Um, Just knowing that there's a lot of successful people in this world. Successful because of the relationships they have built with somebody else, you know, um, and I always try to I even teach my kids about networking. Your network is your net worth. You know, and and building relationships are are very, very important. So um, I I think about something bigger than me. Uh, My kids are my inspiration. My wife, you know, if it wasn't for those guys, I don't think I would push as hard as I do. 
you know, so I think that's what keeps me going. Um, you always got to look at who's watching you. And for me, my kids are watching me. They watching how their daddy move um, um, and things of that nature, you know. Well, your kids aren't the only ones watching you because I've been watching you for a long time. You've been you've been a real inspiration to me. And I'm a, I have a competitive nature. Right. So right. we used to play ball and everything like that. Well, I, I didn't kind of hung mine up. You still play ball. You be out there. I, I, you know, I thought she was going to say something about dominoes. So I'm glad you oh, did. I'll bring that up, too. <laughs> well, you beat the hell out of me in dominoes. So I never forget that. And the payback is a wicked though. I got you. But um. But yeah, man, that's that's what really above everything else, my my uh, my kids, you know, yeah. because for me, I can't tell my kids go out there and do A, B, and C if I ain't never did A, B, and C, yeah. you know. So, um, like when I graduated my last time for massage therapy, I don't even practice massage therapy, but um, I did that because I wanted to get high honors when I graduated, so I can then tell my kids, hey, don't just graduate, you know. Do it big if you're going to do it, you know, so I don't want them. I don't teach them to major in the average, you know, don't be average, man. Be above average, you know. Wait, so hold on. You you went through and and got a higher education simply so you could tell your kids that you've been through it and you can relate to what they're doing and 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 not only did it, but did it to the highest level. Matt, what is it? Uh, magnum cum laude, sumo cum laude, whichever one is the highest one. I graduated that. I put it on Facebook Live, you know, uh, so my, my family that couldn't be there can see it. But the, for the most part, I did it because of my kids. And I want them to um, to, like I said, don't just don't just hit your goal, but exceed that that, mm. you know, that level. You know, so that's why I did it, man. I had no intentions on rubbing people's feet down and messing with my wife or whatever, because I got a weak stomach and some people ain't got good personal hygiene. So, yeah, I know, I know your wife's probably grateful, though. I know it's paying she, off dividends for her. She, she is. She don't give me no tip or anything. But, <laughs> yeah. but it's all good, though, man. Happy, happy wife, happy life. So tell me about the transition, because um, it seems like you've been an, an entrepreneur forever. You've got an enormous successful business you help you know thousands of people but before that how did you transition from that that employee into entrepreneurship um so even when i met you at the hospital i was selling i think avon or mary Kay. um my, my, my wife told me yeah you gotta leave that alone i don't think they call them about oh, no avon no skin so um skin so soft so i left that alone um our next duty station um, we went to Fort Campbell, Kentucky. That's okay. when I got into the travel industry with network marketing. Now, I've always been the type to say that sound like a pyramid, you know, yeah. um, got involved with that. And then by just surrounding myself with a different type of people and start to read um, self-development um, books like it really changed my mindset. And I no longer wanted to exchange hours for wages. You know, I wanted to have a system put in place where I can get paid while I sleep. So I really got to give it up to um, some people I ran across in network marketing that really changed my, uh, my, my whole mindset about how to um, really live instead of just go through the motions existing. You yeah. know, so network marketing for me, it was the travel industry. And from there, I went into, um, I went into, uh, a credit network marketing company. 
Okay. The reason why I left that company, man, is I'm big on, I'm big on, if I bring somebody to you, treat them right. You right. know, and yeah. the fact that uh, people was coming back to me complaining about, listen, I call them, the people was gnashing me on the phone and all that stuff. It, it just didn't sit right with me. And that's when my wife came to me and said, you need to start your own company. Wow. And, and ever since then, everything that I liked about that company, I tried to add into my company. Everything mm-hmm. I didn't like, I made sure that didn't exist. You know, so um, I was afraid. But Steve Harvey say, if you don't jump, you'll never know if your parachute will open. I know. So I, I, I took a leap of faith, man. And I didn't I did not know if I was going to be successful. I've never ran my own business before, but I was I thought of it like this. I never know if I'll be uh, successful if I don't try. So initially, I just wanted to try and I started off helping my family members um, with their credit for free. Just till I got the hang of it. And then I started reading up on credit repair. And before you know it, I got real good. I think I got real good. And um, to the point where I no longer wanted to do it for free because people was coming, some family members was coming to me like, hey, fix mine, fix mine. You know, you yeah. know how family do. Yeah. So all the businesses you've had have have really helped people. <laughs> it's really, um, they've, they've been service industry things that, that really give back to people and have impacted their lives. Mm-hmm. But probably not a whole lot more than than this business right now, your your house of diamonds. So the, the credit consulting is truly changing people's lives, like right. it, it, it allowing people to um, get into a home, allowing people to get credit cards with better interest rates, allowing people to get into a vehicle. And then you even have ways of turning that credit into investments and things like that, like like you do personally. Right. Right. And. You know, <clears throat> it started off, I'm going to be transparent as possible. Yeah. It started off about being excited about getting paid mm-hmm. and to the point where people would would send me messages and they would be so emotional about finally getting approved for their first brand new car. Um, it's always been a used car, a, a lemon or something, but finally getting approved for their first car or um, having their own home where you don't have to have a slumlord. You know, um, wow. your kids are no longer sharing rooms and stuff. Everybody got their own room. You got a backyard where you can got the dog in a backyard fenced up. All that good stuff, man. Like, that's, I think that was the transition point for me where it, it, it wasn't just about the money no more. It was really about helping people change their whole life. And um, from that point, man, I, I vowed to, hey, it's all about educating these clients or whatever. So I, I st- to this day, Kev, I still educate myself on um, credit because okay. it's always more stuff out there that you can learn about credit. I didn't know it was so much to know about credit, man. Yeah. You know. So t- tell us how somebody who, who right now is going through that struggle that you just described mm-hmm. and, and every morning they're waking up and they're dreaming, OK, I want to get out of this slumlord situation or maybe they're living with a family member and they're like look I, I would love to buy a home what would you direct them to do first after i mean obviously contacting you and right and um and getting a consultation but what what's something that they could start with okay so the first thing i would say is change your mindset <laughs> um i've been doing this credit business for a while and and and, and what i've noticed there are very few people that come to me with the right mindset Mm. Um, a lot of times people want a quick fix. 
It's yeah. not about that quick fix. Like you got to understand how you got in this situation and how we're going to get you out of the situation and keep you out of the situation. And the second thing is you got to be willing to invest in your future. Like if you see yourself, if you on your dream board, you see this five bedroom for your for your family and all this stuff. You have to be willing to invest because if you can't afford credit repair, you can't afford that five bedroom. So you you got to make sure your mindset line up with those goals and you got to be realistic. You know, so you're you're seeing credit repair as an investment in you personally. Yes. Yes, it is. Because credit is basically credibility. Credit Mm -hmm. is your buying power. If you want to be able to use other people's money to to fund your business, to fund your lifestyle, you have to make sure you are credible. If on your credit report, all you have is late payments, uh, collections, that's like a a financial report card similar to it. Because now they're saying that your payment history is not that well, not that good. So in order to correct that, you have to be willing to pay somebody, um, hire somebody to not only delete negative items from you, but you need to be going on a, uh, a educational journey, you know. And if you're not willing to do that, if you're not a, willing to make that investment in your future, then you might as well forget about your goals. Wow! So you brought something up that just caught me. So okay. I was thinking about the investment that you're talking about, investing in yourself for credit repair, right. as as the monetary amount, right? So if I got to pay for a credit service and it's X amount of dollars and I'm paying that either a lump sum or monthly, Mm -hmm. then a lot of people hesitate towards making that investment in their self. Right. What I just caught is that you got to make the educational investment into yourself as well. You got to be willing to learn Mm -hmm. how to kind of reverse the bad things you've been taught or the bad habits you've had that got you into that situation. So that's what... You're also talking about the educational investment. I've 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 had so many people argue me down about a credit card. I don't want no credit card. I don't believe in a credit card. I, and, I, and I always say a credit card is like a gun. Okay. It's only it's only dangerous depending on who hand is in. Mm. You can use that same credit card <laughs> and start building and establishing credit. Like I always refer some clients to self. Um, it's a it's a credit card company. Basically, they don't run a credit um, check or anything like that. Okay. But with self, you in, you make a small investment and you make investment um, for about two years. After those two years up, um, you will get all your money back and you have two years of established credit. Wow. Okay. You know, um, there are several credit card companies I, I send clients to that that does that. Um, here's the problem. Client stores send it. The uh, their credit card increase the amount increase, mm-hmm. and they go crazy. So you you got to have that discipline, and you got to be locked in because just because you've never had a five hundred dollar credit card, and now you see you got a five hundred credit card, now you're in Victoria's Secret, and you buying up all the panties. I mean the underwear and everything. <laughs> you got to you got to have that discipline. Get you get you a few pair of, of underwear out of Victoria's Secret or whatever you you shopping for. And, and and then make sure you pay it off. You okay. know, um, I talk to clients all the time about understanding the due date and the, the statement date. You know, you don't want to have your car maxed out on the statement date because that's the date that the credit report uh, credit. Uh, the creditor will report to the credit bureaus. Wait, so back up. Right. 
explain that again. There's two. Okay. So you have the due date, the date that your bill is due. Okay. And you have the statement date. So you want to make make sure on the statement date that your your card is not maxed out because that's that's going to be reported to the credit bureau. So on your bill, when you see the statement date, you want to make sure by the time that statement date hits, your your um your your limit on your card is very low. You know, you don't owe a lot. All right. So then that's the actual item that's or the data that's going to get reported. Yes. Yes. Okay. On a statement date. All right. So sh so should you be paying it twice or do you still pay it one time, but just before that statement date? Right. So the, the whole no, whether you pay it one time or two times, you okay. just want to make sure on that date that um, that limit is not maxed out, not over 30 percent. Like you want to have it as low as possible um, on that day. OK. And, and so you talked about like somebody has a credit card. They're starting to establish credit. Now they're getting higher limits and they might go into um, whatever retail store, Victoria's Secrets or something. Right. So what is the proper way that they should be utilizing a credit card? Um, everybody's situation is different, um, depending on how much income you got coming in. So, for example, um, if I have a two hundred dollar card, whether it's uh, Hibbits or whatever, uh, Champs, whatever. I know I get paid on what date I get paid. So if 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 I don't get paid until after the statement date, I should not be maxing out this card or putting too much money on this card. Okay. You know, um, you by the statement date, you want to have a low limit. So. If I want to get a pair of shoes, get those pair of shoes or whatever mm -hmm. and, and pay that card off, you know, that way you can keep that limit low. All right. And then that's all about, again, like you said, it comes back to the discipline because you're going to see, yeah. you might see just for the sake of uh, an easy example, you might have a thousand dollars. Right. Right. And then you, instead of spending all of that thousand dollars, maybe you say, okay, I'm going to spend three, four hundred. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pretend like this remaining six, seven hundred doesn't exist. Yeah, I've seen people do that and pay the, bare, the, 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 the bare minimum every single month and wonder why their score is dropping. You max out your card, oh. you know, and the only thing keeping you from um, only thing keeping you in the game is you at least you're making your minimum payments. So now you're not getting no late payments. Okay. But at the same time, your your score is dropping because you didn't went over that 30, 30 percent. Um, availability you know so you want to you don't want to get carried away with it so what's the what's the 30 percent you're talking about so for example if you got a 200 limit on your credit card you don't want to go over 30 percent of that okay you know if you go over 30 percent of that then you'll get a um you might get an email saying i know for self it'll send you an email if you 30 percent over 50 percent over they're basically saying hey this is um this is a red um, flag for us like oh, you have your okay. high risk. So they want you to always stay under 30%. under 30%. Okay. All right. Wow. I'm learning a lot, man. So check this out, um, Kim. So I always have to explain this to clients. A lot of times clients say, well, my friend told me about this card, so I'm just going to get on this card. You want to okay. be careful about opening up too many new accounts. Yeah. Um, uh, keep in mind that these new accounts um, go against your average age credit. So mm -hmm. if I have a client and they have too many new accounts 
first thing I, I ask them is, hey, do you have a grandparent or a parent that's had a credit card and they've been paying on this credit card for a long period of time with no late payments? You know, it's, it's better for them to be added as an authorized user on that card. Because, for example, if, if my mother had a card for 20 years and she has a, a $50,000 limit on there, well, by me being added as an authorized user on her card, now it's showing that I have $50,000 available to me on my credit report. So you're leveraging the report and the credit they have. Exactly. And now it's going to show on my credit report that I've been with this, um, that I have an average of 20 years also. And so so how, how long does it take for something like that? Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. To, to take effect. Um, I've seen it take effect in 60 days, uh, 45 days. It just depends. A lot of stuff has changed since COVID hit. So how, how do I explain something like that to a parent or a grandparent or somebody who has that established credit? Because I know my, my number one concern would be you're not about to mess my credit up or you're not about to spin up my car. So right. how so, do they go about it? Uh, just let them know that you're just being added on as an authorized user. Um, they can set um, limitations on that. Like, for example, you don't have to have access to a car. You know, you're just an authorized user. Okay. So it, it basically, you're just using it for credit purposes. You don't want to use their card. You don't want to go shopping. You're just yeah. using it to help you boost up your credit score. Okay. You know. All right. Um, so I, I would recommend being an authorized user and and getting and having somebody with with 10, 20 years of um, history on that card versus being opening up a brand new account. And now you ask me, okay, why my credit um, dropped? You keep opening up these brand new accounts. You know, you want your credit average history needs to be at least 10 years. Okay. And I'm getting people that have one and a half, two, three years of uh, average credit history. Okay. You know? so, but if you're brand new or you're just now establishing, how do you get to 10 years if you've only, oh, I'm failing the class, man. You Don't worry about it. Don't it's blowing my mind, man. This is it's blowing my mind. And, and see, a, a lot of people don't know that though. But um, some some people think they're hurting, helping their credit score by just opening up all these brand new accounts. No, you're hurting yeah. it. So you're, you're not only it. getting you're not only getting the credit and the um the, the good payment history. You're right. also getting the age of that account. The age also. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Yes, sir. So when I posted on and it went viral, um, when I posted on TikTok about it was a guy from Earned. What is it? Earned. I, I, I can't think of those brothers, but they do a Earned podcast. Yes. Yeah. And I and I took their voice and I added my video to it. And it was basically the guy was basically saying that if I add you to my card, it's only going to be for 60 days. But you're going to pay me six hundred fifty dollars. I have 10 spots, so I have 10 people paying me $650 every um, 60 days. I was getting responses on that, like, who would pay $650 to be added as authorized user? You don't even get access to the card. 
That's because a person doesn't understand. It's not about having access to the card. It's about getting the credit boost. Okay. So you know. that's, um, so you're saying that's something that you would, you would offer to a client that service or, or how no, are you saying? No, it, if you, if you, if you get your credit together and you start getting cards and stuff like that, and now you're in position because your credit is on point. Now you can offer that service. You know, oh, hey, I add you as an authorized user, but so you don't pay me. Mine, exactly. Mine okay. Exactly. So basically the title was Pimp Your Own Good Credit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the title. Okay. okay. So um, I was I was basically saying that, look, you can use your good credit and people will pay you to be an authorized user on your card and you can get paid because you discipline and you have good credit. Yeah. You know, okay. and so the hard, mm-hmm. there's, there's no better way than, than seeing your hard work pay off. Right. Exactly. But over the years, you've been doing the right thing. You've built up this name, right? Cause your name right. is, is really what it's going on. Right. Um, your report card, like you were saying earlier. Right. So now, exactly. hey, I wish I, I wish I could have had that in school, man. Leverage somebody else's report card. <laughs> And and, and and here's how I look at it. When when people ask me uh, why 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 is credit so important? Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna buy a house and you don't have three hundred, four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars in your account, but that's how much that house costs. Okay. Why not use other people's money, credit, to get that house? That's all it is. Credit is only only thing credit is is other people's money. You have the credibility to go borrow this money. You're going to make those payments back, you know, but at the same time, um, because of your payment history, they see that you're worthy of, of getting this money. Now your family are live, now your family is living in a better neighborhood, getting a better education because of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. Now you're putting your family in position to break generational curses. All because you started with the, the the cornerstone, right? Exactly. It's like a prerequisite. Yeah. You know, but um, that's why I get so excited about it, man. And, and a lot of times people don't understand the power of credit. Like credit sounds like a boring subject until you're yeah. in the uh, dealership office and you got denied. After they didn't let you test drive that car, you you didn't, that new car smell and you can't even take it home. <laughs> <laughs> You know, yeah. sniff up the new car. Yeah, you <laughs> sniff the new car. Look, look, it, it, it reversed by itself and everything. And you can't even take it home. Oh man, you on Facebook Live driving, it and you got to go back home with that car you came there with. You know, man, so man. credit credit is a big deal, man. Um, yeah. we didn't tap into my wife and I. We didn't tap into business credit, and she actually teaches clients how to structure their companies so they can um, get that business funding. You know, and things like that. So, um. We're constantly trying to go to another level of of teaching, and it's all about education, education, education. So um, what's the difference between you're saying business credit, mm-hmm. and personal credit? Is it is it is it leveraging? It's like a branch off of your personal credit, or how how does that work? So, some companies look at your personal credit first okay. to see if you'll get approved off in it, like the vehicle, the the the. the work vehicle that we have, the business truck that we have, uh, we put it in our business name on our LLC. Um, <clears throat> they wanted to use our personal credit um, because if you don't have no business credit established, they have to they have to look at something. 
you know, um, still. But the difference that I've that I've experienced is with business credit, it seems like you get a whole lot more money offered to you with with business credit versus personal credit. Okay. You know, um, and um, it puts you in position to get these grants on on what is called small business administration. Yeah. You know, all kind of stuff like that, man. So um, <clears throat> being being on these different cars like Quill, uh, uh, I see one of my favorite one is Home Depot, man. Home Depot. It, it, yeah. So check this out. So, you know, we, we're in the real estate industry as well. So when we're fixing up a house, uh, we pay cash to the to the um, employee, that the contractor that's fixing up the house. But we actually use our Home Depot card to get all the, the uh, material that we need. So we we get to walk out of Home Depot with all the material we need and give it to the contractor and, and let the contractor um, do what he needs to do. So it really, really helps out because you don't want to be spending all your money if you if you don't have to. Um, another thing that I like to do, say, for example, if I get a bulk of items from Home Depot, and um, I don't use them at all. Well, when you take that back to Home Depot um, and they put it all back on your card, it, it looks as if you have paid this card off. So say, for example, oh, if you man. match this card out with all this stuff, right? Yeah. And um, you you take it back within the time frame they tell you to. You take it back. They put all this back on your card. Um, the Home Depot office look at it as you didn't paid off this card. So instead of instead of calling to get a credit increase and let them run in your credit and you get a credit inquiry, now it's dropping your score a little bit. Yeah. Now they see that you're worthy because you always um, get a lump sum of stuff and you always pay it off. Really, you just return their material. Wow, man. And then um, I, I do have a pro account at Home mm-hmm. Depot. So you, yes. you leverage the pro account, too, and then you yes. combine that with, with mm-hmm. the credit. Exactly. Oh man, no, exactly. no, no, no wonder y'all filthy rich, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all um, doing it right. Y'all doing the right I, thing. I, I'm gonna tell you, we don't have, we might not have no money in our pocket, but we got assets. <laughs> and anytime you can sell them assets, and that's what I be trying to tell my people: get you some assets. You yeah. know, uh, it don't matter what you got in your pocket because guess what? If you can put runners in these properties, mm-hmm. they're gonna pay you residual every single month. Yeah. One thing I I, um, I remember about you, and I want to give you your credit. I want to give you your credit. Uh-oh. You and your wife doing your all the businesses y'all have, y'all do the real estate investing. Right. So not only your are buying holds, your flip properties, y'all was in Airbnb. Still doing it. And still doing it before <laughs> these people all over, everywhere on social media was even talking about Airbnb. But the one I really want to give you credit for, you was running Toro and a Toro play long before anybody even knew what Toro was. And, and still doing it, bro. And still doing it. I'm not going nowhere because the thing about it, see, <clears throat> this is what I had to learn. Yeah. I had to learn to not be emotional attached to things. Mm. I, I needed to learn to invest in things that was going to give me yield me a return on my investment so that brand new vehicle we got there yeah. yes i wanted to drive it myself but at the end of the day um when i put it on toro not only will that client pay my 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 monthly note 
they're going to um, the next client is going to put money in my pocket and the next client going to put money in my pocket. So every single month, this vehicle is making me money as if there's another person in our household with a job. Like, and see, for me, that was powerful, man. Wait, that's powerful. Like it's another person. Like it's another adult up in here bringing in income. Exactly. I and think, we all, I think we all could use another person in our household. I know. As far as the income. As far as the income. I don't want nobody in my house. And the thing about it is, um, in this day and age, we don't have no excuses. We don't have those. Man, we got Airbnb. Mm -hmm. We have Toro. Um, you, you don't have to go out there and get buy a $100,000 property for it to make money for you. Okay. You don't. I I bought a house for under $10,000 in Lawton, Oklahoma. Under $10,000. That house paid itself off in the first year on Airbnb. Now everything else, like the house pays for the utilities and all that stuff. You know, now everything else is just extra. So guess what? It's building money in that account for me to go and buy another property. So that's what we've been doing. Yeah. Or we take the um the equity out of a home and use that to buy another property. But um once we learned that, um, and it took somebody to see that we got messed over because we went to an event. I won't even say the name of the event because I don't want to yeah. bash nobody. We we invested thirty thousand dollars. I remember we went and got a loan for thirty thousand dollars just so we can be at this seminar. And um, they was up there. They had awesome speakers. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when the mics turned off, uh, we didn't get anything that we was promised. And we was just out of $30,000. So you can either get in your feelings about it or you can um, you can just say, hey, I'm going to make this thing work. And that's what we decided to do. We decided to make this thing work. And that's when we got really serious about uh, Airbnbs and all that stuff, man. We didn't have no experience, no, no. But there, there's a whole lot in that in that little statement that you just made, mm -hmm. right? Because you you talk about you talk about leaping, you talk about taking, you know, that that jump off the cliff is for faith. Right. You're never gonna know if you can fly until you mm -hmm. until you jump, right? And you did that with with thirty thousand dollars. I mean, you've done it so many other times. You've been successful. But particularly with that thirty thousand dollar leap, right. what what gave you the courage to even say, "Look, I'm going to invest in me once again, but I'm I'm not going to allow something to hold me back. I'm just going to go for it." The fact that what I was doing wasn't working. So, I, I in my mind, if this is not working, I'm I'm willing to try whatever mm -hmm. because I don't believe in failures. Either either you're gonna either you're gonna succeed or you're gonna learn a lesson. And I've I've had some expensive classes, <laughs> but at the <laughs> but at the end of the day, I don't regret anything because yeah. if it wasn't for that thirty thousand dollar investment that I didn't get a return on, um, I probably never would have had the fire lit up under me, you know. Because seeing my wife disappointed about us just giving away this thirty thousand dollars and we not get it as a husband, it does something to you. Yeah, you know. So yeah. what are you gonna do about it? Since you're the king of the house, you're the yeah. head of the house, so. We went to work and I'm, I'm blessed to have somebody, uh, not only just a wife, but when you have a, a partner that can say, hey, we, we getting off track. This is what we need to be doing. Yeah. Or, I, or I stayed up all night watching YouTube videos and TikTok videos. And this is what they saying that we're not doing right. You know, when you got a partner like that, man, it, it, it makes you, it keeps you on track. You know, so uh, this this has been a, a hell of a ride. But at the end of the day, man, 
We have multiple properties. Um, we're blessed. And, and, and we're in a position now, Kev, that we, we even have employees. We even have employees, man. I have an office in Lawton, Oklahoma with employees. Yeah. And I have people that go out and clean my Airbnbs and, and just being able to feed other families. And we came from where we came from. Oh, I know, man. <laughs> you know, so it, it's it's a humbling experience. And I never look down on anybody because it's rough. And you only know what you know. So if you don't have the the discipline to get online and do the research yourself, there's there's it's kind of hard to win unless somebody pull you to the side and say, here, young brother, young sister, this is what you're not doing right, or this is what you need to do. Yeah. You know, a mentor or something. I appreciate you being one who actually gives back and, and, and gives that education. And you're really a shortcut for a lot of people because they don't have to go through those pitfalls that you had to go through. They don't have to take those expensive classes that you had to take. Um, they don't have to spend hours, you know, flipping through books and going through mentorship programs. You are the shortcut. Right. And I appreciate you giving back to people the way you do. Man, hey, look, and I, I, I love, it, man. I, I'm, I'm constantly on TikTok now, man. I yeah. done got so, well, I'm not good at TikTok, man. But, um, for me, I go up, and I go in my little, um, my little um, garage. I got my whiteboard up, uh-huh. and um, I give a class on, on, a, on, a, on a dime. Like, give me a subject, and I give a class because I want people to understand how to do this stuff. Like, why is credit so important? You know, um, they can come to um, Toya and get a house for cheaper and pay cheaper a month than what they're doing to rent. You know, your mortgage can be. Yeah. You know, all based off your credit, you know, and things like that. So credit is powerful, man. Yeah. Everything you've mentioned here, there's been a, a ton of success, a ton of growth, but it's all come from. That that one cornerstone, the credit piece. Right. And I keep I keep seeing that and I'm going to keep coming back to that because. So, so many people, they truly understood the, the, the value that that comes with the um, with that credit. They would invest in themselves more. They would put more into that education than what they're currently doing. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. It is. It's such a small investment. Um it's such a small investment, man. Three fifty a month. I mean, three fifty up front. You know, if we see that we can help you, because before we get into any money, any talk about money, we want to look at your credit report first. Mm-hmm. We want to see what's on your credit report, and if we see that we can help you, we'll tell you. If we see we can't help you, we'll tell you. You know, because at the end of the day, um, the last thing I need is somebody run around here bashing me because I done took their money and I couldn't help them. You know, and I think that's one of the reasons why we've been so successful because of word of mouth advertisement. You know, I don't, I don't do a lot of marketing. I need to hire somebody for marketing. So if you know anybody, you know, but um, other than that, man, that's about it, man. Yeah. And, and and just like you talk about credit, your name is solid. Your name is golden. And the things you're mentioning right now is that you're actually going to take the time to consult with somebody. Right. Look at their for profile for free for and free. see, can you help them first? And if you yeah. can help them, then you're going to create the roadmap and the guidance that they're going to need so that they can use that one cornerstone to right. get to all the other things that they're putting on their vision board. I know a lot of people who are 
posting up pictures. They might have on their cell phone, they got a picture of a Ferrari or Lamborghini. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Guinea or right. something like that, but they're not doing the things necessary mm-hmm. to get what it is that they got their eyes set on. Right. And, and, and the credit piece you keep mentioning is that one block that's going to get them started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the bare minimum, man, if a client decide not to go through with me, they keep the, the credit analysis, the game plan, the map that you was talking about. They keep that and they can work on it themselves. I even have a um, I even have a uh, a do it yourself kit. OK. You know, so if, if, if the price is too steep for you, you know, whatever um, time's rough, you know, hey, you get this do it yourself kit. So I've, I've thought about all kind of ways that I can help a person, man. And um, everybody, everybody don't like trying to do it themselves. Everybody don't have that discipline. So some there's a lot of people out there that say, hey, I just want you to do it for me. It's yours, you know. Yeah. But uh well, well you're amazing, man. Like I said, you've always been brother, you amazing. I, I ain't been you, you amazing. <laughs> Thank you know, you. um, and that's why we we've we've had a solid relationship so long, man, because um um you and your wife, and I'm seeing what your daughter doing also. Yeah, you know, um, and I love what you guys are doing, man. Kev, keep going with this podcast, brother. Uh you you man, I can say so many awesome things about you, bro. Um, and Toya opening up her own brokerage company and things like that, man. You guys are more than um more than um more than what you probably think you are, man. So a lot of people are watching you and stuff, and um Bridget will be reaching out to you guys also. Okay. All right. You know, uh so we're thinking about getting a place um somewhere in Virginia area. Okay. You know, so we'll talk about that later. All right. All right, well, let's do it. Um Success Leaves Clues podcast. I like to point out a few clues, right? Help the guests out just a little bit. And I'm quite sure everybody that's listening to the audio version of the episode or watching it on YouTube, they're going to pick up their own clues. But some of the things that I've noticed that have really helped you be successful is you always had vision. No no matter what position you was in, whether you're in the middle, the bottom, you're at the top, you're excelling, you always had a vision not only for yourself, your family, and then also for your business. Um, you, you've been willing to, number two, invest in yourself. Right. And that's not only education, but financially. Um, you talked about it even with the credit. People have to be willing to take just a small monetary amount and, and invest that in their self if they want to uh, continue to grow and continue to be successful. And um, number three, just your grit, man. You just... You, you're not going to stop. You don't let anything, any roadblocks come up against you. Uh, I didn't even mention to everybody that you're also an actor. You've been in <laughs> movies. I don't even want to. We'll save that for another one, man. But you've done so much, man. I'm, I'm just blown away. And, and, and like I said, I just really admire it. But everybody's going to uh, take a lot away from this episode. And I hope they you know, get in contact with you because you have just you know, so much education, so much knowledge that you can offer to people. 
Um, anybody that contacts me and they watched this podcast, please, please, please reference Mr. Oh, excuse me, Dr. Kevin Washington, because um, it, it, if it wasn't for him, you know, I, a lot of us wouldn't get this exposure that we're getting. And I, again, I have to applaud this brother. He's doing some amazing things, bro. I love you. Uh, keep moving like you're doing. Thank you very much. And as always, if you dream it, you can achieve it. Until next time on Success Leaves Clues podcast.